that could have been an answer to the question, how to avoid moral failure. I've got to say, God, let me see opportunities that are there, not just answers to problems. I feel so blessed. I get to serve servants. Well, hey, welcome to the Render Leadership Podcast. We're sitting with Gene Ron Cohn today, the District Superintendent of the Rocky Mountain Ministry Network. He's actually our Moen Chair at North Central University this semester, and we are so, so excited to have him here. Um, such a humble guy. I've gotten the, the opportunity to hear him teach, preach, and lead. And it's just been amazing. He prefers the term helper, which I just think is absolutely incredible, coming from that humble standpoint. And so really excited to, to sit down with you and talk to you. How are you feeling today? I am feeling great. I've uh, totally enjoyed being with you guys. And uh, this is my last visit. So uh, I appreciate just the opportunity to interact, be in the classes, talk to students. It's been yeah. super cool for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, today we, we want to unpack kind of just a broad topic of tackling ministry leadership kind of as a young leader. And so uh, we've been talking through a little bit, um, a few questions that we want to tackle today. And so I'm really excited to kind of just jump in. So uh, we'll jump into the first question. And uh, that is how to stay encouraged in high level leadership. And so I know that it can be stressful, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a position like you're in where yeah. it doesn't feel like there's a lot of people above you where you can be like, hey, like, I need encouragement. And you're, you're the pastor of many pastors, right? Yeah, yes. And so how do you get that encouragement when you're kind of the top dog? You know, when, when you're in a, in a ministry like this, unfortunately, most of the stuff you hear is, is negative. Like, yeah. you know, a pastor had a moral failure, or this church is struggling, or, uh, you know, no one calls and says, 100 people got saved this Sunday. You have those calls. But you do have to work on... Keeping, keeping your spirit in the game, not just your head in the game. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, I find you know that daily time every single day in the Word fills my tank. I yeah. mean, giving God the best time, the first time of the day is huge for me. I think a meaningful purpose keeps me, um, you know, being connected with that meaningful purpose keeps me encouraged. Uh, you know, Jesus said the greatest place in the kingdom is a servant. Good. And Ryan, I feel so blessed. I get to serve servants. I mean, it doesn't. It just doesn't get any better than that. And so when I get discouraged, I just find somebody else that needs somebody to help them. Yeah. And that is that is huge for me. Um, I think being part of a community, making sure I've got a strong group of people I'm close enough with that they know when something's wrong, close mm-hmm. enough with that I can say, hey man, I need to talk through some things. Um, that's huge for me. Staying with people and. And, uh, and I think, you know, in a, as a superintendent, um, you know, I, I've got to say, God, let me see opportunities that are there, not just answers to problems. Let me see things, uh, that your Holy Spirit can show me that I don't see in the natural. And those four things really do help keep me, keep my tank full, my encouragement tank full, so to speak. Yeah. Well, and I really like that you mentioned encouraging other people encourages yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I think that's so powerful because I think we overlook that sometimes. Absolutely. We, Absolutely. You know, can, yeah. It's so easy to just like, hey, I need encouragement and take and take and take. Yes. And really, you know, giving is also a form of encouragement for us. So I love that. Absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah. Next question. What would you say causes leaders to get tired? Um, and then on, on the heels of that, 
uh, how can that be prevented? So yeah. what causes the tiredness and then yeah. how can we prevent that? Man, Ryan, that's such a great question because we tend to think, well, the opposite of that is rest. So we need rest or we need rejuvenation. But honestly, uh, more leaders are tired because of isolation. Um, they're just so busy in their ministry and they may have friends that they text or whatever, but there's really not um, close relationships in their life. A lot of pastors are isolated, which I think makes people exhausted. We weren't created to be that way, right? Yeah. We were created for uh, for community. Um, you mentioned COVID. Prolonged crisis is mm-hmm. really draining our pastors. And the, yeah. and the analogy I used to use is like, you know, before COVID, pastors were tired, exhausted, they go rest, they have a sabbatical, they fill up the tank. Yeah. COVID's making us put $5 in the tank every five minutes. We're not mm-hmm. filling the tank. It's just another crisis, another readjustment, another this. So yeah. I think prolonged crisis is one, lack of balance, and most of all, lack of personal devotional life. You know, Ryan, it, it it's surprising. It's even hard for me to say it. A lot of pastors are not in the Word every day for them. Yeah. They're preparing messages, content, podcasts, all this stuff, but they are not feeding their own soul. And I think all those things just exhaust the human spirit. Yeah. Well, no, it's interesting that you mean, you say that because I think that's such an important thing to realize is that you can do ministry without being in the word. You can't do ministry well without being in the word. Or long. Or long. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's awesome. And um, it's really sad to hear, you know, you hear a lot of moral failure and you hear a lot of the discouraging things. And yeah. so, um, I just think that's so important. I, you know, that question you asked, uh, the way I answered it, it just dawned on me that could have been an answer to the question, how to avoid moral failure. Yeah. I, I haven't dealt with one moral failure where the pastor has had daily devotions. Yeah. Not one. I can't remember the last one. Wow. Normally I'll say, tell me about your devotional life, and it disappeared years ago wow. or, or whatever. So I think the opposite of those things, get connected with the community, get in the Word um, every single day, uh, don't exist in isolation. And, and you know, crisis is crisis. COVID's going to be here tomorrow. It's going to be here next week. So uh, we got to just ride out this storm and take yeah. time for us, yeah. even when that's needed. No, that's so important. I, that's so important. I feel like, um, you know, as young leaders, that can be a hard thing to keep up with. You know, I, I think um, just being in college, you know, the, the schedules are so heavy. The schedules yeah. are so with classes and everything. What would you say to the young leader who's just like, man, I've been trying to have a good devotional life. I've yeah. been trying to keep that steady. I just can't seem to do it. What would you say yeah. to that young leader? You know, it's similar to the the struggles they're going to face later on in ministry because mm-hmm. you know you're you're putting out content. Your most pastors are writing Sunday morning, some midweek application uh, content for the website. But I think the clue is the key rather is get something that is sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, these binge things of I'm going to read five chapters of the Bible every day, and well, that may not be as a student sustainable, but two chapters every single day is sustainable. I like to remind people when we feed our soul, the benefits of that are not that day. Yeah. It's when that verse comes back to you when you're in a crisis a year later and you remember what you read. That's so good. So the Holy Spirit's bringing that back to us. So sometimes, you know, we're writing checks that our spirit can't clear. So whatever's sustainable, if it's one chapter every single day, do that. If it's two every single day, 
do that. You know, when you get into reading the Bible in a whole year, you're talking three and a half chapters. Yeah. But that may or may not be sustainable for the kind of schedule that a student has. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I had a friend the other day was like, hey, I'm going to read the whole Bible <laughs> in one month. Oh, wow. One month. Oh my goodness. Which is like three hours of reading oh, yeah. every single yeah. I'm like, yeah. how much are you retaining of that? <laughs> you that know what is, I mean? That is. And and props to them. Yeah. Props to them. Did they yeah. do it? They did do it. Wow. So, so props to them. But no, it's really interesting that you mentioned that because it's like, I think sometimes we get in this mindset of uh, just striving towards Christ, right? Yeah. Just striving in our own efforts to, to please God. And if we yeah. don't do a certain amount, our devotional lives don't count, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting that you bring up the fact that uh, it's it's later on that that verse comes oh, back yeah. to your head, and it's um, you know if you don't have to feel this magnificent, um, eye-opening, yeah. crazy yeah. thing right as you're reading. And so I, I don't great. remember what I ate a week ago, but but <laughs> yeah. it's helping me be here today. Yeah, you know? that's the kind of way. That's how it is. That's great. That's great. Well, let's move on to the last question I have today. Um, what do you see? as a big struggle for young leaders today? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to be as arrogant and think I understand, you know, the struggles of young leaders. Yeah. But as a superintendent, I do weekly check-ins with our uh-huh. pastors. It's through a texting thing. Mm-hmm. And I would say the three things is young leaders are, are dying for mentorship. I mean, yeah. I don't know where that disconnect is because, uh, you know, the, they're working for older, more seasoned pastors, and they're saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm doing. I have all the opportunity I want for youth, but I'm not being trained for more. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a. I don't even know how to chair a board meeting, or I don't know how to do this or this." And so, they're they're really looking for mentorship to be more than what they are at the time. The disconnect is, uh, pastors are telling me that younger ministers don't respond to relationship, don't return emails, don't return text. And so somewhere we're missing each other there. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know that I know where that's at, but I'd say mentorship. Secondly is growth opportunities um, to be challenged, to be stretched in areas they haven't, um, they haven't been before. And, and the third thing that would, would come to my mind is I, I see a lot of young people struggling to tell the difference between their passion and their calling. Wow. And, and, you know, boy, that could sidetrack you for a decade in ministry. You know, yeah. there is a difference between my passion and my calling. Um, my passion is that stuff that brings life to me, that I love doing. It's easy to do. Um, but that doesn't always mean that same thing is my calling. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think our callings have passions in them. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's like the guy who loves to run marathons and and feels, well, I must be a chaplain to marathon runners. And so yeah. they quit their church and become a home missionary chaplain to marathon runners. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work out. So I think discerning the difference between those two is where I see a lot of young ministers struggling. Yeah. And would you say that the primary source of that answer to that question is just going to prayer, listening to the Holy Spirit? Or do you have anything else as like practical advice on how to I think answer those, that question? I think those are excellent points. But I think too, part of it is just Honestly, it's a sense of humility, you know, feeling that we have a right to always be excited about what we're doing is, is, is not biblical. I mean, you know, there's portions of Paul's life. He's miserable. He's struggling. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's, you know, fighting, clawing. Uh, There's, you know, four chapters of Acts. His ministry is just going down the tubes and, Mm -hmm. you know, legal battles and different things. Paul would not say that was his passion. So I think some of it is just being a little more humble in how we see 
the opportunities that God gives us and where uh, where those are in the big picture of who we're becoming. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, those are all great answers. That's a, that's a really good conversation on just uh, key facets of navigating ministry leadership as a young leader. And this has been really, really helpful. I want to leave with one question that we've right. asked and we're going to ask on every episode okay. is, what is your favorite leadership book oh, man. or resource yeah. that we could have our students listening to, watching, reading, whatever okay. that is. One's a cl- I got to give two. Yeah. I got to give my favorite, my most helpful. Can yep. I do that? Favorite, most helpful is Leadership Challenge, classic leadership book. Amazing. Yeah. It talks about what all great leaders have in common despite their differences of temperament, personalities, those kind of things. Uh, second is a secular book by Peter Block called Stewardship. Great. And uh, I read it when I was younger, kind of mentored up in this autocratic style of leadership yeah. and and that book just basically says if people can't say no then yes doesn't matter anymore wow. and it it really challenged me so uh been yeah. a life changer that's awesome yeah well hey if you're interested in either of those resources we'll have them in the show notes um after you listen to the podcast you can just uh click on those resources and we'll have those for you awesome gene thank you so much for Man. being on the podcast thanks today. for having me we cannot express how grateful we are to have you at the school um, and on the podcast today. And so it's been a blessing. Guys, keep coming to the Render Chapels on Mondays. Subscribe, like, follow, and we'll see you later.